Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your source for church tech. It's time to level up. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu. And yeah, we uh, were talking a little bit about quality versus quantity. And, you know, this reminds me a little bit, guys, of kind of the move from... Now, I'm kind of dating myself here, but <laughs> the move from actual analog photography and digital photography. It was an interesting transition because when you had analog photography, you know, you want to make sure everything was set right before you took a picture. You might take two just in case, but that had to be a really special picture because, you know, you had to develop it. And there was a cost associated to dropping that film off and getting it developed. And I mean, it was like, it was a routine. It was a thing. And you would take a picture and I remember, you know, you get film developed and you'd be going through it. And, you know, every once in a while you'd be the one, one of those I don't remember taking that picture or, you know, oh, that one turned out well or, oh, rats, it didn't turn out. It was, it was, that was kind of the feel going through it. And so there was a lot, there was, there was a much greater investment in the picture taking process, right? When everything moved to digital, it felt a lot different. In fact, so much so, uh, even me personally with digital, like I might take a couple maybe and I watch my kids and they turn on the, the feature that it'll take like you know, 20 pictures in like a second or some ridiculous thing. And they'll go through and they'll pick their favorite and then delete the rest. Right. And I was like, why do you guys take so many pictures? Like you just take one, just take two. Like, why are you going to take like 20 pictures? And they're like, Oh no, we just delete the ones we don't want. And like, I was stuck in that analog mindset where the media that was created had a greater value, not necessarily because it was more valuable, right? It had a greater value because the cost to, obtain it was higher therefore it had just intrinsically more value so because of that i feel like in this new digital age that's only been here for you know a decade or so where things are created and you move on they're created you move on i mean just like a social media feed it's just constantly spitting out stuff and so because of that the entire like value like even look at the value of photography like free photo sites of the most amazing pictures ever not too many years ago, that would be an impossible thing to acquire, let alone without having to pay a hefty price. Now we have Creative Commons Zero. You download it for free. Use it a book cover, whatever you want to use it for, right? And so all that has shifted so much. And so this whole idea of quantity and quality, it gets, it's a new thing, interestingly framed than it has in the past. Jeremy. Yeah, I think that the conversation about this especially with the digital i think that's huge just and you know you applied it to photos but i feel like social media or web platforms or this and that and stuff that we do for the church stuff we do for ourselves um, the videos that we consume the things that we have to feel like we have to produce um, i think that the whole idea of quality versus quantity is huge in conversations and i will be honest i have my own personal bias so kind of a little quick backstory for me. Whenever I was growing up, my dad uh, ran um, a part of his business that he really, really tried to run. And then he owned his own business, but he always had the same mindset the entire time was that when you work with people, you need to give your best. You need to be doing everything and going above and beyond every single time, even if the client didn't know it, even if it meant sacrificing a little bit more sales. And so for me, that's kind of always been my mindset of hard work ethic, resiliency, making sure you put in the best you can and valuing that. And so I think that whenever I sit down and look at someone 
um, having created art, I have more appreciation for the person that spent a lot of time, not necessarily having like gone to get a degree and stuff, but spent a lot of time understanding that. So someone's lived 30 years of their life in the ghetto and then created a piece of art, that's going to be very impactful for me versus someone that took vacation there and said, you know, I'm going to paint something about that. Or even just the idea of like how much time you put in for like athletes, knowing how much time that they put into that work and having an appreciation there versus me going out and just kind of casually enjoying it. I have a great appreciation for that as opposed to "Eh, that's not that big a deal. I probably could do that, too. I don't find myself saying those things because of the hard work that goes behind that. So I want to know for you guys, specifically tech online with churches, what are your the thoughts? Maybe what's some of your background biases with regards to quality versus quantity? I think I think the what I'm about is if that if that is shifting, what's quality for a uh, for someone might not be, um, you know, and when I think about like just how easy it is, for example, uh, simple Instagram feed, how when you look at certain, uh, I almost say artists, but that's almost becoming even more subjective, right? I mean, what's what's just a photo? What's art? Sure. Um, you know, um, so I think the challenge is in that we know what quality is, but we also don't um, because of the subjective nature and with the fact that how easy it is just to create something. I'm not sure who alluded to that between Eric or Jeremy or, or you, Jeremy, but the idea of the, just how easy it is, it almost seems to just create something now. Um, yeah. And, 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 and the, what really now becomes more quality is the stuff that has really taken the time to be proven and crafted, you know? Um, so it's not like when you're writing a song, it's, you know, what rhymes with rain, uh, pain. Um, <laughs> um, and you can tell um, with something, some things it's easier to tell, like, uh, you know, this guy actually didn't really work, put in much work on this. Yeah, I think um, that, I think yeah. though that when you talk about the quality versus quantity, I, I go, I love the Apple narrative even though i'm not an apple fanboy i love the apple narrative with steve jobs where he was on the he was running the company and got kicked out um they did a whole bunch of stuff that failed and then he came back and his first act was we're getting rid of all this junk and he pared everything down to a couple of products at one point apple was known for their simplicity of a couple of products now they made a ton of money with accessories for sure they wouldn't be the trillion Uh dollar company if they didn't have the accessories i get that (laughs) but from a quality Uh, standpoint of charges (laughs) sure but in a long-term standpoint my view of apple right now is not that they're known for their quality right now i think that they're known for their dongles which eight years ago ten years ago they were known for their quality and I think a long-term understanding of quality versus quantity, the number of products they have for sale right now has been higher than it ever was before. And I think the quality of what they're putting out isn't as good. Um, and I think that that's really hurting a long-term brand understanding of who they are, I think really, really hurts that. And I wonder with churches, do we do the same thing where we have too much stuff, too many things in the fire, things get lost and the quality of it really, really drops. Now I also re- 
we'll get into the other parts, but at least that's my initial impression is we shouldn't be asking what's the next big thing if we're not doing great with what we got. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like this is the the quality versus quantity thing is kind of the marathon versus sprinting. Um, you can throw a lot of stuff out there. It might have short-term gains, but it's a long-term failing plan, right? Like you can sell something cheap, you can permeate the market, you can guerrilla marketing it, you can put all the flash you want into it, and you might have initial great sales or great success early on, but the long-term results are, are not going to be there, right? It's going to it's going to crash at some point, just like what you've outlined with the Apple, um, except the inverse, the inverted inverted way, right? So I think that you really have to play the long game, and you really do have to go for that quality. You have to stay around, right? You have to stick around. You have to be there. And over time, you know, you'll get to be known as being the expert or being the um, being something that someone can rely on. You're not you're not flashing the marketplace, right? You are providing real quality solutions. And when I say real quality solutions, that can be anywhere between to a product, to a mission, to a way of life, whatever that might be, you know, from, 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 uh, whether it be resources that you're creating, whether it be an app that you want to sell, or it is a message that your church has to the community. It is the long-term high quality investments that are going to pay off in the long run. Um, and I think that's, it's really difficult in a world that two, two things about the world and the culture that we live in is that it's very results driven and it's extremely impatient. And that is something that does not play well towards the long-term high-quality approach that really wins at the end of the day. Wow. I'm, I like that. The, the idea of uh, the how long are you thinking and, and what results are you looking for? Because um, I think a lot of the reasons we end up with the inferior stuff is, um, you know, more short-term, get something out um, fast. I think the big question is like when I think about, for instance, even in the church context is when we're creating something to think what kind of staying, maybe that's not staying power or, or, or what, you know, is this, is this a, just a consume now and forget about it content, uh, just get reaction, uh, for example, or is this something that I want to, allowed to stand and run over time um or do i want people to be able to come back to this uh you know a year maybe even two from now or something that i can i know i'll be referring people to later um i think from that perspective that's also something to think about like where do i you know the purpose of this and how do i peg it over time so I know that there, I want to make sure we're not an echo chamber of this is definitely all the same thing. So there is something to be said for how many times have we written a blog article and because we were just like had to hit a deadline. And so we threw something together real quick, knowing, you know what, this is not my best effort. I haven't put a ton of time into this. And so you just post it real quick and it becomes like the most engaged, the most shared, the most viewed blog article. And you're like, wait, no, that's not my best work. I, I, I no, look over here at this thing. I, sh I should have posted this thing or it gets lost in the weeds. But because of that, I think that there, I think that there is something to be said for 
that. It's not certainly not a sustainable thing, but there is something to be said for that gains you a ton of traction and a lot of visibility that can come up in mm-hmm. that too. Yeah, it's true. There, you do have to figure out kind of where your threshold is there, um, and not confuse you know quality with just moving slow or quality being so obsessed with the quality that you never ship anything. Right. Um, so there, there definitely is a balance. I, I think maybe that's what you're trying to say, Jeremy, is that, well, no, that isn't what you're trying to say. What you're saying is very true and can happen. Right. Um, but I think in general, generally speaking, you do, you do have to create, you know, some deadlines and some boundaries. I'm not saying that, you know, you should, this is like your magnum opus at every turn. Right. You, you have to be careful with that. Uh, I think ultimately at the end of the day, what Jeremy's pointing out, the difference between the quality and the quantity is that we do need to be careful that we don't focus too much on that quantity and really think more eternally. Um, not that social media is eternal, but the effects that we we put on it or the things that we share or whatever the church ministry or nonprofit organization that we're working for that the it's the long term um that you're really shooting for and you should you should be you should be thinking about i, I think it should be clear i don't know necessarily the answer this is these are just some of the things i've learned up to this point in ministry as kind of a person at the lowest totem pole in the church as being a director right now of doing things on my own of working with you guys in this program um I will say that there is another caveat to this. So you talked at the very beginning, Eric, of taking a ton of pictures and then wow, how are we going to ever use those again? But um, I know that our TV upstairs has Chromecast on it and it has a screen saver kind of feature where you just put all your pictures in a certain kind of folder or a whole bunch of different folders that you kind of just collect from and then you forget about them. And I know that there are numerous times where like a picture just randomly shows up and we take a hundred different pictures and we just throw one of them, our favorites from that's in there that that one picture probably would not have ended up happening had we not taken like 20 different photos, especially with little kids running around and can't sit still for beans. Um, So I think for me, just kind of verbalizing all this with you guys, my takeaway probably is it's a both and like you said, Eric balance, but the priority should be if you have something that you have quality, you need to invest in that probably should take precedence. And when you have the ability throw a whole bunch of stuff out there and I don't know. I guess maybe that applies for myself most. Yeah. Yeah. I think really, like you said, talking about this is what's most important because for, you know, while I have bias towards long term, there's also the reality that you, you do need some, some shorter term results, right? You can't just play the long game constantly. I mean, sure it catches up, but um, you're right. That's, that doesn't mean that that is, I feel like we're, we're, we're playing it safe and saying it's all fine um that's i, I don't think we're necessarily th- saying that we, we want to say that that because of our digital age we tend to err or maybe overdo the quantity over quality and maybe we should rethink that a little bit or pull back on the reins when it comes to that maybe is that is that the conclusion maybe Oof. i think maybe the conclusion is, is we just mm. don't know yet but we got some ideas all right so if you have any ideas let us know shoot us an email ping us on twitter social media whatever and we'll share it up on an upcoming episode um yeah so there you go hopefully this was a more quality podcast because this certainly doesn't have the quantity Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag podcast by visiting Church Mag online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's churchmag.ag.
And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. <laughs>